Hey guys, welcome to Broken Journey, the podcast. I am your host, Elba Rivera. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so glad that you are here. I hope that you're having a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I hope that your day has been going well so far. Guys, today we are going to be continuing our episodes on Hispanic Heritage Month. If you did not hear my previous episode, go back and listen to the first episode. Hispanic Heritage Month started September 15th and ends October 15th. And so today we are going to be doing a two for one, guys, because last week I was unable to record an episode due to preparation for Hurricane Ian. So today we are going to be talking about Dolores Clara Fernandez Huerta. Dolores is Mexican-American. She is the co-founder of the United Farm Association. Dolores is also one of the most influential labor activists and leader of the Chicano Civil Rights Movement. Dolores was born in Dawson, New Mexico. Dolores was the second of three children. And at the age of three, Dolores' parents divorced, which led her mom to move to Stockton, California where her grandfather was influential in helping her mom raise her and her two brothers. While in Stockton, California, Dolores's mom juggled several jobs until she was able to purchase a small hotel and restaurant. Alicia, Dolores's mom, was a community activist and compassionate about treating employees well. And this is what helped influence Dolores in doing the same thing for her community. In 1955, Huerta began her career as an activist where she co-founded the Stockton Chapters of the Community Service Organization, also known as CSO which led voter registration drives and fought for economic improvements for Hispanics. She also founded the Agricultural Worker Association. Now through a CSO associate, Huertas met activist Cesar Chavez, with whom she shared an interest in organizing farm workers. And in 1962, Huerta and Chavez founded the National Farm Workers Association, the predecessors of the United Farmers Union, which formed three years later. Despite ethnic and gender bias, Huerta helped organize the 1965 Delano strike of 5,000 grape workers and was a leader in negotiating the workers' contract that followed. She also fought for unemployment and healthcare benefits for the agricultural workers. Huerta was the driving force behind the nationwide table grape boycotts in the late in the late 1960s that led to a successful union contract in 1970. 
1973, Huertas led another consumer boycott of grapes that resulted in the groundbreaking California Agricultural Labor Relations Act of 1975. In 1973, Huertas led another consumer boycott of grapes that resulted in the groundbreaking California Agricultural Labor Relations Act of 1975, which allowed farm workers to form unions and bargain for better wages and conditions. Throughout the 1970s and 80s, Huertas worked as a lobbyist to improve workers' legislation representation. During the 1990s and the 2000s, she worked to elect more Latino and women to political offices and has campaigned women issues. At age 89, Dolores Huerta continued to work tirelessly developing leaders and advocates for the working poor, women and children. As founder and president of the Dolores Huerta Foundation, she travels across the country, engaging in campaigns and influencing legislations that support equality and defend civil rights. She often speaks to students and organizations about issues of social justice and public policy. There are thousands of working poor immigrants in the agricultural rich San Joaquin Valley of California. They are unfamiliar with the laws or agencies that can protect them or benefits that they are entitled to. They are often preyed upon by individuals who take advantage of them. They often feel hopeless and unable to remedy their situations. The Lord teaches these individuals that they have personal power that needs to be coupled with responsibility and cooperation to treat and change. That needs to be coupled with responsibility and cooperation to create the changes needed to improve their lives. So guys, here are some recognition and awards received by Dolores Vuelta. There are four elementary schools in California, one in Fort Worth, Texas, and a high school in Pueblo, Colorado, named after Dolores Huerta. She was inducted in the California Hall of Fame in March of 2013. She has received numerous awards, among them the Eleanor Roosevelt Human Rights Award from President Clinton in 1998, Miss Magazine's one of the three most influential women of 1997, Ladies Home Journal's 100 Most Important Women of the 20th Century, the Labor Leader Award in 1998, the Kern County Women of the Year Award from the California State Legislature, the Othili Award from Mexican Government, the Smithsonian Institute James Smithson Award, and nine honorary doctorates from universities through the United States. In 2012, President Obama bestowed Dolores with her most prestigious award, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award in the United States. In 2012, President Obama bestowed Dolores with her most prestigious award, 
the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award in the United States. Upon receiving this award, Dolores said, the freedom of association means that people can come together in organizations to fight for solutions to the problems they confront in their community. The great social justice changes in our country have happened when people come together and take direct action. It is this right that sustains and nurtures our democracy today. The civil rights movement, the labor movement, the women's movement, the equality movement for the LGBT brothers and sisters are all manifestations of these rights. I thank President Obama for raising the importance of organizing the highest level of merit and honor. Isn't that wonderful? What a great contribution to the Hispanic community. That is one of two, guys. So I will be taking a quick break and I'll be back. Hey guys, welcome back to part two of my two for one episodes of Hispanic Heritage Month. This part is going to be about Louis Von Ann. And you're probably thinking, that does not even sound like a Spanish last name. Well, he is Guatemalan and he's an entrepreneur and consulting professor in computer science. He was born in Guatemala City, Guatemala. He was fortunate to have parents who were physicians, and so he lived in a wealthy household. And because of this, Lewis was able to attend a private English language school, a privilege in his city that not many people had. When he was eight years old, his mother bought him a Commodore 84 computer. This began his fascination with technology and computer science. And at the age of 18, he began studying at Duke University, where he received his Bachelor's of Science in Mathematics. He later went on to earn his PhD in Computer Science. So, what kind of things do you think he has created that we currently use today? Well, one of his creations was... CAPTCHA, which later became ReCAPTCHA, right? And so you're probably thinking, what the hell is that? It's a computer-generated test that humans are routinely able to pass, but the computers have not mastered. These devices are used by websites to prevent automated programs or bots from perpetrating large-scale abuse. So... You know, when you create an account and they ask you to, um, when they ask you to go ahead and enter in those numbers, uh, letters and numbers all together, those are CAPTCHAs. And that helps you 
by having the security that you need for your information and all that other stuff. And this CAPTCHA was something that brought his first widespread fame. And he was covered by the New York Times, USA Today, the Discovery Channel, and Nova Science Now. So that's just one of the two. Another one is Duolingo. So Duolingo offers over 100 total courses in 40 different languages. And you know what's good about this is that it starts you from level one. And once you have completed that, it'll start going to level two, three, four. It's kind of like a level tree, right? And so that's something else that he created, which is awesome. I know that there's a lot of people who use this app. And the great thing is that the app is free. Now, I know there might be some additional items that you may want to use and I'm not sure if um, they charge for that, but I know that the app is free because I've downloaded that before as well. So one last thing I wanted to mention about Lewis is that he established the Lewis Vaughn Ann Foundation in 2021. And the focus of the foundation is to support Guatemalans, especially women and girls through financial support to local community leaders and nonprofit organizations. Isn't that amazing? Well, guys, this is the end of my two for one episode. I hope that you have enjoyed this message and don't forget to come back next week because I will have more. Bye.